All right, welcome back to Talk Anything with Cass. I've got another, well, actually, I've got a repeat guest tonight. Uh, You'll be able to find Sam on, well, this show here. Um, You're on Role Players, and you're you're a Goonie, right? I am a Goonie. Yeah. And then uh, you've got your Twitch and your YouTube. You're just like all over the place. Hi, Sam. Hi, Cass. <laughs> How is um, your day today? Actually, very surprisingly nice. I actually slept in for once. Aw, that's awesome. Well, I should say I actually slept for once. Yeah, so that was nice. I wish, man. Oh, my body doesn't let me anymore. Uh, for me, it's because I, I tend to be so busy and my time is so stretched out. And I, I've taken a bit, a lot of big changes in my life, so I'm derooting a lot and going away from certain areas of my life and I'm pursuing different paths that will allow me to have a lot more free time in my life so I can just focus on myself, my health, my career path. Good. You're following your cards like I told you. You did. (laughs) Good girl. You did tell me. And you know what? The cards are never wrong, are they? They Even where we want them to be. <laughs> I know, and I feel oh, I always feel so bad when I have to like give bad news with cards, you know, and and but I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna keep pulling because uh, there's gotta be like a solution card here somewhere, you know. So I'll I, I keep pulling until somebody has the solution that they're looking for. So. Uh, the solution, I think I got the tarot card, uh, the tower card, which yeah, a lot of people see it as the bad thing, but... It's actually I, I, I don't... Yeah, it's, it's not. It can be painful when it yes. happens. But when you get a tower card, because when I do readings for other people, uh, when I'm in a more grounded state, um... I tend to get visions of of imagery of what they need to know, and then sadly sometimes I get more information that I have to be aware of, but they're not allowed to know that I know, which sure. is sh- shitty. Yeah, but, the same way. But when it comes to like getting bad cause, and this is when I ah. Uh, God, my mind's all over the place, sorry. You're fine. I have to do a disclosure for any new uh, friend, any new client, as I'll call them. I have to disclose, these calls are not going to tell you what you want to know. Nope. They're going to tell you what you have to know. Yeah. There is no exception to this rule. I'm not going to be able to tell you that you're finding your true love in like three weeks and he's going to look like this. That's not how the cards work. They're going to give you a vague advice as to, okay, this is what's going on. I 
it, it's not saying that it's specifically something, but there's something going on in your life. This is what's happening. This is what needs to happen to take these steps forward. Whether you do or not is up to you, but if you do, this will happen. But if you don't, okay. this will happen. Like You cut out. I cut out? Yeah, yeah you cut out a little bit. Oh, uh, where did I cut out at? Uh, when you got to the pod, well, this is not what's going to happen. These are the steps that you can take to make this help happen. Yes, basically. Yeah. Because I do, um... I do... Let's face it, romantic tarot readings are the number one most popular of career uh-huh. or money. And because I also do a bunch of witchcraft and witchery and spellcraft. Same. I do it very old school, old, old method. Oh yeah, it's the only way to do it. Yeah. Stones and, I- and making sure you got your... Your mantras. Yeah, I do it according to what my guides tell me to do. Yep. And this is why I say, uh, especially for those who do believe in terror and witchery, that love spells, you cannot force someone to love you. Nope. That is a warning. You cannot force it. It has to be their will. It has to be... Yep natural free will Uh, is the only rule that it cannot break yep it is the most highest divine right we as human beings have yep and absolutely it will backfire on you if you do try too so don't even don't even try Mm -hmm. because it will hurt even worse when you do oh yeah a lot of people don't want to listen nope they don't I mean, it it, re- it will suck. We're not lying to you, man. We're we're trying to be straight up. If someone's come to me for advice, it's like going to a counselor. It's like, okay, th- this is where you're at. This is the place you want to get to in your current life. Mm-hmm. Let's see what let's let's break this down to see what the probability. Because I cannot see anything that is guaranteed. There was nothing guaranteed about the nope. future. I can see possibilities I can see probabilities but at the end of the day as my client I do have to tell you that it is still your choice to make and that's true and if the person that you are seeking loves you and wants to be with you it doesn't mean they're going to because there could be outside influence money finances family religion there's so much we don't know about the other side it is something to be aware of and if you truly love someone you have to understand that they have boundaries yep you can't force it you cannot force it and that's one of the things that and that's the one thing that i absolutely understand is Patience suck, but if we truly love someone, it's it's what we gotta do. Yep. It's what we gotta do. 
Sometimes that doesn't even work either, because I was patient yep. for three years with the same fucking person, and all it took was my brother dying for him to walk the fuck out. <laughs> so. Um, I am so yeah, sorry. It's alright. I mean, it is it is what it is, and it wasn't meant to be, and obviously I met the person that I was supposed to be with, so he couldn't mm -hmm. handle it, so that's fine. Can't handle me at my worst, you're not gonna handle me at my best. Go fuck yourself. That's how I feel. Yeah. And, actually, yeah. 100% true. And he was finding himself in everyone else around town, so, you know. What a dick. Oh, yeah. I had to find out. Literally, I was standing inside my candy store, and I was, like, watching people walk in, and I watched him walk by and stand there for a good, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes with another woman after he told me, don't worry, Cass, I'm coming back. I just have to go find myself. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, find yourself in someone else, apparently. <laughs> yeah, go find yourself and take your fucking luggage with you. Got yep. <laughs> Pretty fucking much. Yeah. Oh my god, I I had some really bad relationships, but like my problem is I tend to see the best in people, and I I'm at this very I I'm such a will I have this willed sight I try my best to be logical and straight black and white with a lot of gray area with with a lot of things. But I'm always going to be hopeful. I always try to see the best in people. Like, because I know growing up, growing up, I was never allowed to believe in myself. It's like, whatever people told me I had to be, that's what I had to be. Mm -hmm. And... I wasn't allowed to be my best self at any regards. It's like, why would I ever want to make anyone else feel less than? I'm not about that. That's not what I'm going to do. That's not what I want to do. So I want to encourage people to be them best, their best selves. Sure, because absolutely. I want to see people as their best selves. Absolutely. Even when they feel like shit. Yeah. I might have to shake the shit out of somebody's. <laughs> and force them to listen when I say, hey, you are an incredible person, you both stop it. I know. I'm not going to manhandle you. Sam handle you. Sam handling is more sexy than manhandling, but just. <laughs> it's it's going to be painful, though, but at least it's more sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> 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 oh god yeah but your tarot reading uh I, I, it really felt like the universe was just taking a full blown gatling gun at me at once it's like alright I, I already feel like a volcano that finally erupted yeah but now, I, I still feel it. I still feel the shift. I still feel the changes in everything and around me. Mm -hmm. But it it is very comforting at the same time because a lot of things that people don't really appreciate about volcanoes is once all of that buildup is released, all the raw magma is just spread out 
and everything is finally pulled down. The minerals, the nutrition from deep in the earth is finally to the surface. It's to start fresh. It's new energy. It's new life. It's new stability. Absolutely. So that's so that's well. That's what I feel like right now. I'm I'm at the uh, cooling stage of my life right now. I'm still raw with emotion, but I'm I'm trusting my own instinct a lot more. I'm doing a lot less second guessing. Good deal. Oh yeah. I just need your I just needed uh, your reading to bitch slap me. <laughs> well, I'm glad that it helped. I really am. I, uh, I've been thinking a lot about you lately after that, and, you know, hoping that everything went well, so, you know, just, I just sit back and wait. I'm like so I glad you, I, the one card I do hate, and for anyone who doesn't know, who does and understands tarot reading is the temperance. God, do I hate the temperance. It's the way God. <laughs> you have to wait. It's like, yep. I don't want to fuck. I want to take action. I, I want to take off. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Just give yeah. me a fucking sign. Point me in the direction. I'll start walking. I'll meet you there at the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> just, don't, just don't tell me to wait. I've done. I'm so done waiting. Right. Oh my God. I feel that. Yeah, like, I, th I feel like after my brother died and everything just kind of, like, my life just kind of felt, like, so chaotic. And, you know, like, that part in American Dad where, like, Francine is in the middle of the kitchen. She's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, through the whole episode. Like, that was me for, like, four fucking years just going, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was just one after another after another after another. And I'm just like, yo, I'm about to just fucking run the fuck away at this point like I just can't fucking do this anymore you know and so I get it and and once I once I figured out what I was gonna do and my path that I was gonna take all of a sudden it just it felt like it was a fresh start it felt all new and mm -hmm. I could see where I was supposed to go and obviously the decisions that I made were the right ones because now I've feel like I'm finally at the point where I'm actually supposed to be in my life. So it's, it's worth the fight. It's worth, it's not, it, I mean, I'm not going to say it's worth the heartbreak, but if you do end up going through heartbreak, it's worth getting through it and getting past it to find your true path. Because without situations happening, you're never going to know what your life is going to be. I mean, I know somebody that has never had anything bad happen to them in their entire lives. They've always had it cherry, never had any bad luck with anything, you know, and that's great for you. Congratulations, buddy. And I'm glad that you are on that path. Some of us don't get that way, but you know what? It's worth the fucking fight. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is this there are people in my life that were absolutely worth fighting for, and that's why yep. I fought so hard for them. And 
Well, until certain things had to happen, and now I have to walk away from those that I love most. Yeah, I get but, that. But now it's... I have an opportunity that I've never had before. And I want to take full advantage of it. I want to focus on myself. I want to focus on living my best life, the life that I want for myself. Yeah, do it. Yeah. And um, I know the group was been really good to me. Yeah. Uh, fun. The Final Stars group has been really supportive, really loving, really caring. Absolutely. And uh, they, they really got me through the worst of it. We got a good group. Oh, fuck yeah. It is one of the greatest groups that I've been a part of, I gotta tell you what. I absolutely creative. see that. And we all feed off of each other, and it's just so amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that the energy is just I absorb everyone's energy. Yeah. And I don't mean to be the emotional sponge, but oh my god, that succulent creative energy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I get to go back to uh college. Well, I'm gonna try to. I haven't gotten an acceptance letter. I filled out the um, the paperwork. I filled out the admissions. I filled out everything. And um, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that I know I will never get again. Because not only am I gonna go back to college. As long as I maintain my grades, I have an opportunity for a free education. And that's the part that's never going to come again. Yeah. So if I, so if I uh, get accepted, now that I actually have time, I could walk on a free education to better my life. Yeah. And not taking this, this, that would be, I know it's going to be the worst mistake. It may not be in the degree that I want, but it's definitely going to be in something I know I can thrive in. What are you going for? To be an accountant. Nice. Because believe it or not, a lot of people don't believe me, but I am fucking good at numbers. I believe you. <laughs> I believe that about you. Oh, thank you. But it's like, you're so smart and brilliant, Sam. I just love doing stuff with you, especially like all the games that we play and everything. And I've been so like bad about not doing the RP lately. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck, I need to get back into it. But I'm like trying to figure out where I want to go with it next. So it's just like, hmm, what do I do? So it's been, luckily it's like all slow-mo and that kind mm. of thing, so we'll be able to get back into it here soon, but ugh. Oh man, I I always have ideas for the characters. I, I don't just create characters, I create worlds around them. Yeah. And relationships, and it's like, I get too in depth with things. Yeah, and I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like, figure out how to utilize all of the characters that I made. 
And so now I'm like, okay, now I have this enormous idea and I know where I want to go with all of this, that, and whatever, but I want to figure out how I want to like utilize this guy because I had an idea for this guy, but I want to be able to expand the story. And it's so, it's just like, how, how where do I want to go with this? And that's where I'm stuck oh, at right now. <laughs> yeah, that is one of the things that drives me nuts about Rydal's block. Yeah. Such in depth ideas. It's just connecting the puzzle pieces together. (laughs) I cannot stand. If it's small plot holes, okay, I get it. I get it. It's those no writing style that is perfect or flawless. I absolutely get that. But when it's the the stupid plot holes that just don't make any sense. Yeah. uh, I can talk, I, I can, I don't know why Fifty Shades of Grey is the only book that comes to my mind of books I want to rant and bitch about, but it is. It's just, I hate everything about that, that fucking series. Yeah. But the plot, like, like, the plot holes is how did the character Christian Grey get from a different city or state within like half an hour even if he had a jet and he has a jet even though he (laughs) has a fucking jet like it doesn't make sense because okay false he would have to get ready uh send a coordinates to somebody let the fly people know hey i'm gonna be flying at this at this destination, this is the route I'm taking. He has to plan out to make sure he doesn't crash into anything. It's like, boss, how the fuck? Why does he have a fucking jet? And he also has a private airport. But he's able to fly from a different state to a pub in like 30 minutes. It's like, why? Wait, what? What? What is happening? No, this is not a jet. He has a fucking teleporter. Oh my god. <laughs> this motherfucker just teleports everywhere, and the Rydal's explanation is, oh, well, he's rich. It's like, oh, oh, okay, he's rich, but he doesn't have a fucking teleporter. You can't tell me he's rich and magically has a fucking teleporter. <laughs> there, there has to be some fucking logic, okay? Oh, he has to get ready, get dressed, fill the fucking jet. He has to make route destination decisions. He has to contact L people, so, you know, they know he is flying, so they don't mistake him for, I don't know, I don't know how flying walks, but, just, oh my god, it's just like everything about that fucking book pisses me off, and then my sister-in-law is saying, like, oh my god, it's like the greatest book ever, like, OMG, it's like, shut the fuck up, you don't, you don't even fucking read! Don't tell me this is fucking good. <laughs> but, but when I read this, oh god, <laughs> I, I fucking de-escalated this conversation. <laughs> I'm gonna blame the wine right now. That's fine. That's oh my god. I love having fun with you, Sam. Oh, I love- I just love making you laugh. Oh my- the fucking- (laughs) Such trashy-ass people! 
Like, fucking crazy. There's, there's nothing intriguing about him. He has money, that's it. He's like Seto Kaiba. <laughs> He's a fucking hole. Right? <laughs> that's that, that's it. He, Give me a superpower or something. Oh, you don't have one? Okay, well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh my god. Just just give me a person with complex, you know, anything. Just give me a person with intelligence and depth, with emotion, a background. It's like, no, here's a rich guy with dungeon fetish. It's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> And then there's Anastasia. She's a virgin. She is like, oh my god. Oh, again. Everything about that fucking goddamn book is painful. Ah. That's, that's it. That's the only thing about these. It's, it's like, make the main woman as boring as fucking possible. No, only. I don't know. Hello, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what the book was made after. Uh, yeah, the series of Fifty Shades of Grey was actually a fan fiction made from the Twilight series. Oh god. See, I never, like, I didn't even read Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, that wasn't, I was not really my type of book. My sister-in-law made me read it because I was homeless uh, not homeless. I had an apartment, but I was kicked out, and the apartment wasn't ready. I paid for it, but there was no electricity, and it was the middle of winter, so I stayed with my brother and my sister-in-law for a month. And she shoved this fucking book in my chest and says, Oh, like, oh my god, you ought to read it. It's like, like that does. Like, oh my god. Like, yeah. I'm gonna believe it. It's just like the guy. It's like a hundred bajillion times better than like anything you would ever read. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I fucking highly doubt that. And oh my god. So I read it because I was staying with them rent free for the month. And it's like, I hate every moment because she's asking me questions about, well, what do you think about this chapter? How about that chapter? <laughs> and now you're like, fuck, season? now I have to actually read this shit. God like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Back then, I was uh, a lot more Christian. I was like, Jesus, get me out of this. I don't care. Just just take a <laughs> shotgun. Get me, at the, get me the fuck out of this. <laughs> Somebody burn the house down and burn the book with it, and then I'll have an uh, excuse not to have to read it. <laughs> I was about to. I was about to. That's how bad oh my it god. Was. <laughs> oh my god. People, I I was the biggest fucking bookworm that I actually strained my eyes to the point I was going blind. Uh huh. And then I got latex, and then now it's like I still love books. I have thousands of books yep, in my too. tiny <laughs> ass home <laughs> and I it's like mine are all in storage right now just because I, I wouldn't be able to have them in my tiny RV <laughs> I would not right. have enough room for anything else <laughs> uh, uh, so it's like I'm still very much a bookworm yeah. and then my sister-in-law gave me that shit it's like no no everything is better than this Everything. Everything else, like including the adventures of Dog Man at this point. 
I don't even know what that is, but yes. It's a children's <laughs> book. My son loves this. I don't even know. I don't even know what it's about either, but like he loves it, so like whatever. <laughs> I like children's. I I was uh, actually planning on writing children's books. Was one of the things I've always wanted to do is write children's books. Oh, you would be great at it. Yeah, because I want to teach kids it's okay to have emotions. Um, it is okay to say no. Uh, there is a book out right now. About, it is a children's book teaching children about consent. That it is okay to say no. Sure. And, uh, like, little Johnny was asked by his grand grandparents, Can we give you a kiss? Or, or uh, no, it was, Do you want to sit on our lap? And he says, No, thank you. Mommy and Daddy said, I am allowed to say no. And sure. the aunt and uncle they wasn't upset they said okay and the grandparents asked johnny it's like well do you can we give you a kiss on the head and he's like yeah okay and then he gets a kiss on the head and he's happy and then um it, it was so wonderful that people. oh yeah because teaching kids at a young age about consent that it's okay to ask permission Absolutely. to be hugged it is it is wonderful it is so wonderful and then there are people who are trying to make this wonderful book sexual it's like you need to teach chill we need to let children be children it's like what the fuck do you think i'm doing yeah no shit i'm not i'm not dragging them to fucking beauty pageants <laughs> It, it's like way older than they actually are. Oh my god! It, it's oh my god that pisses me off so bad. It's like I, I, I would cut my fucking leg off before I let my eight year old dress up like a, a tiny hoochie. Yeah, for it, it's like it is like I I are you people okay? It's like this is what you think is appropriate having a little six, seven, eight year old wearing fake. Teeth, getting Botox? Yeah, I Big don't like that wigs, bikinis? Hell no. Yeah. You I come around my kid with that shit. Those plenty of ankles that you're not gonna escape from. <laughs> you it's saw like, that no, movie you... Saw? It's gonna be worse than that. <laughs> it's hillbilly meth hell saw. <laughs> it's absolutely gonna be worse than that. <laughs> My kids are absolutely kids, but they but I want them to be their best selves and I want them to understand it is good to have boundaries. It is good to say no. No is not a bad word. And if absolutely. someone tells you no when you want physical contact with them, you have to respect that. Absolutely. And it's the same if you know someone wants a physical contact with you and you are not comfortable with it, say no. No, no, it's just me and my nonsensical parenting style. I mean, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, but it, it's one of those things, like, I would love to teach children, not just my kids, but all sorts of kids' life lessons through books. Absolutely. 
like battle like battle understanding of complex emotions because I was in uh, I was in this one place had this one shitty therapist and I was trying to explain to my therapist as a child that I feel both happy and angry and then my fa uh, therapist is just flipping shit about you can't feel more than one emotion at the same time why not yes I can uh, oh yeah that th that therapist hated me a lot of therapists hate me by the way it is like I'm allowed, I'm not a teaspoon, alright? I'm not a doll. Yeah. I'm allowed complex emotion, which is what it is called. Complex emotions. We are able to feel a multitude of things for one particular subject in event. Absolutely. We, yeah, we humans are very complex creatures, and to, to see ourselves or to make other people see us like two-dimensional that pisses me off yeah we, uh, you, we can't be held down man let us be one of the um the dumbest arguments because i get in a lot of really dumb preventable arguments is when people take a simple sentence that i that i say and build this two dimensional character of me mm -hmm. and that's what they see me as yeah and like what one of the things for some reason that i get in arguments about is mint so if someone doesn't like mint okay yeah. that's fine not everyone likes mint yeah. and then i then i acknowledge i simply acknowledge their distaste for mint because they don't specify which type of mint they say meant. Yeah. So I acknowledge it and they say, well, I actually mean this type. I'm okay with this type. Okay, that's also fine. Sure. And for whatever reason, it's always, well, you mint people or typical mint people. It's like, okay. <laughs> First of all, I know at least 12 families and branches of mint that are absolutely lethal and toxic to human beings that most people are not aware of. Then there's also the medicinal mint herbs like yarrow that are used very medicinally that can be very helpful and life-sustaining if used absolutely. properly. Absolutely. Not everyone knows that either. So, yeah, I absolutely love men, but if yeah. someone tells me that they don't like men, it's not one of those conversations I'm going to have in depth over, over a fucking plant. Right, for fucking real. So got, the whole passive-aggressive shit. <laughs> yeah, so that whole passive-aggressive bullshit over a simple acknowledgement is unnecessary. Especially when I do walk with a lot of herbs and spices. Maybe not medicinally, but in my witchcraft, I do have to be aware of what plants I use. Yep, absolutely. Especially when I'm making very intense candles or oils or bath salts. Yep, absolutely. Oh my god. It's like people will take one 
small thing and they build up chapters and chapters of something that's not even there. They close the book before they even finish it. I know. It's pretty sad. Like, I'm the type of person, like, I'll give chances and I'll give the chances. But once I get to the point where, like, I've given chances and you still shit in my face, I'm you're kind of you're out again. Like, I'm not gonna keep trying if you're just gonna keep shitting in my face. Yeah, it, it, it's one of those things that I know is being passive aggressive with me is anymore it's just an immediate trigger and I just become aggressive towards that sure and that's something I don't want to be but it's something I have to be anymore yeah absolutely and I'm just I'm just too fucking tired of so much bullshit <laughs> I agree I have to deal with enough children at work that are grown ass people like I don't want to have to deal with it on a daily basis with other things and bullshit situations. It's like, I'm good. I I've got other shit I can do. Yeah, it's like that one conversation uh, we had about my ex and I possibly getting back together. Because I did think about it. And, uh, like, honestly... He was a really good ex. Like, when we dated, he was pretty good. It's just... I was going through things, and he had his own traumas to deal with. And even though, like, we did love each other, we did talk about, you know, fathering our relationship. Sure. It's... I want a partner who is of equal to me. I don't want to be with someone, no matter how much I love them, I cannot be with someone that I have to take care of. Oh, and yeah, 100%. It's, it's like, he, he is a truly amazing person. If I ever do a video of him, he has to be completely mute because I will be kicked off of every fucking social network, period. But... <laughs> Listen, he is 100% unfiltered. There was, there was no filtering that man. And I even told him about it. I, I was like, dude, you can't, you can't be saying this shit. He says, well, I'm sorry. It's just, well, I, this is how I was always been. I said, well, you don't have to be it now. And yeah, if we're sure. planning our future, like, <laughs> like, come on. If we're planning on having kids, like, I'm I'm not picking up, you know, a kid from a jail because they said some stupid shit that they learned from you. <laughs> They're gonna have enough angle angle issues because of me. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I feel that. But but like all, all in all, like he he was easily the best relationship I've ever had, hands down. Aww. But it, it it goes back to. What he needed more than anything, and I, and I needed this too, we both needed healing more than anything. Yeah. And so when we broke up, I I, I didn't want I didn't want to 
be a pressure on him. I wanted to be his support system. So when we broke up, he had a lot less pressure and he was able to focus on himself. Well, Lazy Battle, because I keep trying to kick him in the ass anytime I, any chance I get. It's like, <laughs> all right, have you have you been looking for jobs lately? How's uh, them driving lessons going, buddy? Right. Come on, you gotta get out of the house. <laughs> I understand. You know, I was with a guy in Las Vegas for a while, and like, I I started looking back on our relationship, and I after we had broken up, like, I realized that we were not good as a relationship. We were much better as friends. And mm -hmm. like still to this day, we're friends. Like he'll call me if he, you know, needs just somebody to fucking talk to or just to, to pump him up because he knows that, you know, I'll be like, Blake, you're gonna get through this. You're gonna be fine. Like you're always, you've always been fine. Like ever since I've known you, you've had shit happen, and then you come up on top, and then you're just fine. Like trust me, it's it, it's gonna be okay. Like you, it, this happens, and sh sh life's rough. But you know what? If I can raise a kid by myself with no child support, and all you have is you and your dogs, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So that's it's kind of nice to be able to keep that friendship and like you know oh, yeah. Perry he, he and I talk about it you know and everything so it's not like a secret or anything you know like I haven't talked to him in forever but like, if shit I'd probably be about a year by now but like he, he knows that he can call me whenever he just needs somebody to listen and needs somebody to just kind of kick him in the fucking ass and I'm that person mm -hmm. so you know. Yeah, it's good I think that's. Oh yeah, that's like the only concern I have with my next relationship is, are they going to understand my relationship with Heath? Uh, is go is platonic, because when I say, "Hey, buddy, I love you," I don't mean romantically. Is yeah. like I. I <laughs> Be because for someone who doesn't really know me, they can easily, it goes back to the 2D vision that a lot of people build on each other. It's like, I love someone, I love them deeply, yeah. but very, very rarely will it ever be romantically. Yep, I feel that. Yep. Now is my but the question is is my future partner going to understand that? I feel like nowadays that uh, it's a little more uh, accepted because, like you know, back in the day, like we wouldn't just walk up to our friends and be like, "Oh my god, I love you! Oh my god, I love you too much!" Like my toes up. Oh my god. So, but nowadays it's like every every human that you're coming across that you actually do love, you're like, you know what, I fucking love you. You know what, I love you too. And so it's more of a a, a me, uh, not mainstream, but like it's more accepted. I feel like these days. Honestly, it's like I, I don't say I love anybody. That that is some that is something I only save. For the very few people I have an emotional attachment to. Yep. And and I think like one like one of the problems is when we say we love someone, 
people just jump on the romance things. I and know. the platonic, so like the, the true wholesome platonic love is so badly underrated. Yes. That's the type of thing that needs to be talked about more than like romance and romantic partnerships and relationships. I agree. And stuff. Yep, I Just agree. platonic, wholesome partnerships. Like, one of the best comics that I've read as of late was Pancakes and Waffles. It is, it is the most adorable, hilarious, and truly inspiring comic book because... Even though so many people want to ship the main two characters, the artist of the book is like, this is truly platonic. It is complex. It is a relationship that is built on true love, trust, and understanding. It is complex. It's not a word for this. Yeah. And it's, it's a relationship that is built on just pure love, love for each other, but it's not romantic. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that is truly, it's something that I truly appreciate because I, I know one day I'm going to be with someone who is going to light my fucking world up oh, and yeah, I'm going to do my best to light those up. Oh yeah. It's gonna happen. You just gotta be patient with that fucking temperance card, you know. Fucking what? temperance! Like, go, go get a fucking job, <laughs> you whole. Self temperance card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Queen Soul's energy right now. My teacher says so. I am in charge of my own destiny right now. Stab oh. you around the fucking ass, temperance. <laughs> you don't own me. <laughs> but, oh. <laughs> but, you, you, you know what? At, at the moment, um. Just do you, boo. I, I, I am, and I am enjoying, I'm, I'm taking my time and I'm enjoying the relationships that I have with the people I truly care for. Yeah. You being one of them. Aww, you, you sexy, sexy mama. <laughs> ditto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a good time. It's, uh good friendship I found with you, Sam, Sam, Sam. Oh, yeah. It's like, I feel like just automatic, that, that first game with you is like automatic connection. It was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is, this is my lifetime friend. I feel this on every spiritual level. <laughs> that is 100% accurate. <laughs> Get ready for a lot of dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I'm waiting yeah, to like see it. how long I can draw out this Terror Town stuff. Like, I did not expect it to go the way that it went, and it's crazy. Ah, <laughs> uh, Danny is always excited. I'm always excited for Danny. Oh, I fucking did I send you? There was a thing that I was watching, and it, I was like, oh my god, that reminds me of Sam. Um, what the <laughs> fuck was I watching? Um, it was like something about... 
Uh, you better not let, or better grab the tea kettle, because Grandma always says uh, something about if you keep it, or keeping like emotions down, and like you oh, gotta oh, oh, release oh, oh. the steam, or else. Otherwise, uh, the tea kettle is going to boil over. Yeah, or something, oh, something like, that. like that. Okay, okay. Oh my god, I gotta remember which show it was on, but as soon as I remember, I'll fucking oh my god, I'll send sounds... you the quote. But it was so fucking funny. I was like, oh my god, it reminds me of Sam. I need to send her this quote and use it for Terror Town. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, uh, off camera, this. Danny's walking. Uh, off camera, da Danny's walking his ass off. Yeah. He's the town's the town sweetheart. <laughs> oh my god! To figure I figure out Dayton and Marion. <laughs> I accidentally invented my own waifu. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, oh, you sweet boy. Oh, I love Danny. He he is, and he has no fucking idea of. He he is good looking, but he has no idea like how attractive he actually is. <laughs> because he takes such good care of himself. Yeah. And it's like, and I just think in my mind, like even, even when his cousin, I I, ha I had like a mini story in my head about uh, Danny getting dragged to a stripper ball from his cousin. He had no idea what was going on, and he was so just he felt so ashamed of himself because he didn't <laughs> want to be disrespectful to the stripples. And the stripples kept trying to engage with them, and he's trying to find his way to the door because he's trying to be respectful. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just crawling on the floor, trying to find the fucking exit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to do it with his eyes closed, and he's just apologizing to anything he bumps into. And the stripples are just looking at him like, oh, he's so cute. Yeah, he's gonna get a free lap dance. And and they're like, oh no. One of them hops on his back. <laughs> Woo, piggyback ride, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I, I can just see that. I have so much fun when I create characters. I do too. Uh, I'm, I, I'm... I love the characters you come up with too. Like they just they fill my soul with such happiness. <laughs> I'm really hoping that Adam plays another Goon yeah. episode soon because, like, I got ideas for Mitch, but I- oh, oh my god, I got ideas for his mom as well. And I told <laughs> Adam about this before that, you know, I completely had to rewrite Mitch's mother's character just because of you. He's like, what? <laughs> it was like, I was getting that sense that maybe he felt bad. I was like, no, 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 it was a good thing. Because now, I, I'm going to have a lot more fun with this. Because in my mind, even though she is a mountain of pure muscle. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, she's a mountain of pure muscle. Uh, she's also very elegant. Oh. <laughs> but then Adam comes along. <laughs> and of all course. his fucking jokes is like, okay. I'm not going <laughs> to let Mitch's mom... Be a tramp. No, she <laughs> is still gonna be elegant, but she's gonna be a fucking freak in the bedroom. And oh and God. Hall and uh, so Mitch's mom and Gizmo, they are just really, really sexual freaks. 
and they love each other. That's so But though, but his like Adam's character was such a fucking dick, and I hate him, but I also love him because he's such a dick. I know he's so he's the most lovable dick. Oh, Adam was character. Yes to both. No, he's great. Fucking, I had, I had zero backstories, like, the, the, how I play my characters, like, I set him up, I kind of have, like, my basic idea, and then I pretty much just fly by the seat of my pants, because, like, no matter what I do, somebody's gonna throw a wrench into my shit anyway, and then have oh, yeah, to absolutely. I forget, like, what I'm doing sometimes, and then... Like, the, uh, I think it's like the third episode of Dungeon World that's coming up. Uh, I completely forgot my accent, and I was just like, Oh yeah, I forgot my accent. How do I cover this? <laughs> like, <laughs> You were drunk. That That's... <laughs> well, I was half bird, half lady, so I mm -hmm. chalked it up that I was an American Eagle, so I had to speak, like, very proper. And so I was speaking in my normal voice as I was a half bird woman and then <laughs> I, got, I transformed back into my druid and I was like all right what what what, what are we what are we gonna do here because uh because uh, we gotta get out of here <laughs> like you know like, oh good cover God. cast good job <laughs> oh man I I always create background stories like for my people but I always try to scale it down and leave blank edges so my sure. character was able to adapt to whatever bullshit other people throw in. Oh yeah. Like Mitch's mom. <laughs> oh, oh god, I can't wait to play Mitch's mom. <laughs> I know Gizmo's excited for. I had to fly by my seat in my pants a lot with Rin too, cause like, I was, yeah, uh, like matching carpets, that was like a whole like, just right off the cuff, you know, just, yep, that's where we're going to go with this. <laughs> yep, this is exactly it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, I, I try to have, like, a basic uh, background, like when I created Danny. Uh, he's a good, wholesome country boy who happens to be a wizard, and, uh... The more I use him, the more intriguing I can add, the more information I can add and build to his character. Yeah. So now he is so much more complex as an individual than what he was when I first built him. Sure. Like his relationship with his mama. Um, I, I don't know if you read his monologue to... Oh god... Shit, my other character, uh... An Angelica? No, not Angelica. Oh, god. Oh, no. I, for I forgot my own characters. Mrs. Anderson. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mrs. Anderson. I was, like, I was trying to remember, too. <laughs> it's like, oh, my god. I have so many characters I have yet to use. I know. I, I still have to checked, build my gnome army. I checked my Tupper list. I have, um... Hmm. Whoops. Uh. Oh boy. Um. 
114. Oh my god. Yeah, I... We started making gnomes, and then I was having a lot of fun making gnomes. Ah, <laughs> uh, gnomes are my weakness because I love gnomes. Me I, too. I don't know why in this past, like, year or two, I just got an obsession with gnomes. Well, not an obsession, so but... I used to be terrified of gnomes. It's like they freak <laughs> fuck out, and then I woke up. It's like gnomies. <laughs> I put like a little bug in your rear, and you're just like, "Ooh, they're so cute." Pro. Oh, okay. You you was doing that spiritual bug before we met, huh? Yep. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You just... you know time is fluid for me. Time doesn't walk for normal people. Yeah, exactly. It's like a pond. Every droplet is a unique event, and everything's all mashed together. I mean, you know I'm psychic, so come on. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Ironically, and this was, this is something... This is the first time I'm ever going to say this out loud in a public recording. I will dream and meet people years and years before I meet them in real life. I will know their name. I will know their... I would know them by their eyes. I know what the likes and dislikes are. If it's someone who is truly important and integral in my life, I will meet them before I actually meet them in life. The only issue this, with that is I completely forget about it because it's been so many years. And then when I finally meet him, it's like, wait a second. You look familiar. I, I damn know, sh I know I met you before. And then James <laughs> is like, oh, shit. Yeah, I should probably keep that one to myself. It's alright. Okay, <laughs> you have one of those faces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't that's... you know, don't I know you from that one place with that thing? And yeah, the people it. there with yeah, the, yeah. you know, the thingy thing. Uh. <laughs> Exactly, is that one thing that looked like the other thing? That's actually this <laughs> other thing. Oh my god. That's that, my favorite that's... thing to say is Don't I know you from that one place with that guy and the things <sighs> there with the walls and you know the thing that goes like that? <laughs> yep, yep. My mom actually does that, not as a joke, because me me and my mother are both so fucking bad at names. And when I'm and when I'm desperate to get the information, when I'm in that uh, hyper-awareness mode, and I'm really trying to remember, I was like, the, the, the thing, the, it, it was at, at the thing, the place, you know what I mean? It, the thing, the thing, it looked like the other thing, it was in that movie, that... that <laughs> Was, you know, it was the guy with the face. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god, I, I, I hate having similarities to my mother, but that's like the one comical thing that as much as I hate it is fucking hilarious. I hate it because it happens to me directly, but once I think about it, it's like, okay, yeah, it's, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> At least I can make other people laugh. That's right. I'm always laughing. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I honestly, God, this is um like these these past 
couple days. This, this is the most I laughed in a long time, and even my bestie even commented on it. It's like, you know what? With all the changes going on, it's so good to finally hear you laugh. It's Aww. like, uh. Well, I'm glad I could get you to laugh. Oh yeah, you you are such a delight to be around. <laughs> Aw, ditto. Well, one of these days we're gonna meet, and I'm gonna straight up tackle you in the most sexy way imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> I will not resist. <laughs> you could. You just won't. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> I'm trying to convince one buddy to pop out of a cake naked for me, but he won't do it. It's like, damn it. Rude. I'll do it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It was like, well, if you're trying to chill me up and you just feel the urge to pop out naked for me, I won't resist. I'm so I'm so glad I have the fiance that I do because like I get hug tackled all the time at work. My butt gets smacked by so many girls at work. Like, oh, <laughs> I, man. I, I flirt with so many girls at work and it's just like, you know, we love each other and we're just like, yeah, girl, you do that thing. You know, we got to lift each other up because the guy, most of the guys there suck. They're always like either ogling us or making us feel like we can't do it. So it's like, all right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, oh my God, I, I hate that. I, I'm a blue collar. Phys physical label is my second language. Yeah. And it's like, I am good at doing physical, strenuous things. Yep, same. And it's like, I do not need a man's goddamn approval for me to do my <laughs> job that I right? have to do anyway to pay my fucking bills, alright? <laughs> I know, I usually end up doing it better than my lead anyways, because mm -hmm. like... So it's it's kind of funny like I I know a good portion of my department now to the point where like if I if I miss a day my lead kind of loses his mind so it's like I don't know what to do. <laughs> that yeah oh my god I tend to be better than my bosses and that's be that's mostly be because um I did I did have a couple really good bosses I will admit uh, the shitty ones mm. tend to make me do their jobs a lot more than they do their jobs. Mm -hmm. And the one used to smoke pot, like, right next to PlayStation, and he was bitching how the police don't like him because he's of a particular color. It's mm. like, dude, we both know that's not true. You stink like a fucking skunk <laughs> pissed and died all over you, alright? And then you're coming in to PlayStation. Yeah, at least be smart about it! I mean, come on. <laughs> Like, this is a high-end, yuppie-ass area. I even almost got arrested. I was- oh my god. This- I almost got fucking arrested over a goddamn sandwich. This is how yuppie these people are. These rich, snobby bastards. So I was a housekeeper, and I cleaned the public buildings for, uh, office walkers and, uh, maintenance people. And I cleaned like seven buildings a fucking night. And I was fast. I was good. But because I have a crushed leg, my leg tends to swell like three to five times larger than its size. So I do need breaks. So the one night I'm hauling ass, I go to a McDonald's, get myself a quick sandwich because I was walking solo that night. 
and I parked next to the next building before it closed. And this, uh, uh she, she was a big one. She kind of <laughs> waddles over. She, she fucking waddles over. She's huffing and puffing and she's staring at me. And then she waddles back in the building and I just kind of like, you know, waved at her all and she waddles back out. And she's looking at me and she's bobbing her head. <coughs> oh good. <laughs> you okay? Take a drink. Yeah, I've taken oh um I got five drinks so Oh good. <laughs> Two of them are actually water, I promise. Because I, I know uh I know sometimes my throat gets a little scratchy too. I'm like, oh god, oh you're back. <laughs> yeah. So she waddles, she keeps waddling in and out of the fucking building. And she's like, she's giving me these angry eyes and I have no idea what the hell's going on. I'm just trying to eat my sandwich. And at that time, uh, before I quit smoking, I was smoking a cigarette. And then uh, she starts yelling at me. It's like, can I help you? It's like, no. She said, who are you? Oh, okay. Then I kind of understood what was going on. It's like, uh, ma'am, I am the cleaning woman of this building tonight. Uh, my boss sent me to come here to clean tonight. Well, they didn't inform me. She she walked in the office of a tennis court. So, it, the office building itself is just like a little closet with a garage attached to it. And I showed her my shot. I showed her... Um, it's like, listen, I'm the cleaning lady. If you don't believe me, you can contact my boss and the company. Well, they didn't inform me. And I'm thinking, you're a retiree. This is probably a part-time job for you. What the fuck? Why would they fucking talk to you? I always come in after everyone leaves anyway. I'm literally the last person there anyway. And I'm cleaning at 3 o'clock in the fucking morning. No one's going <laughs> to talk to you. Right? <laughs> so she drives behind me and she blocks me in and she's like, like, her neck jiggle is just like jiggling all over the place. <laughs> and she, and she's just staring at the back of my car and I'm freaking out because like, I, I think this bitch is going to shoot me. And granted, this is a very high-end area, like, the 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 cheapest house out in that area had to be like half a mil, easy, with how high-end this area is. But then again, it's like, these, these, these are the type of people who don't know shit about basic survival. They, they learn whatever they learn from TV commercials, or some shit, right, or country exactly. clubs. exactly, <laughs> yeah. So then she leaves, and it's like, since she left, I can back up and take her parking spot, which is literally next to the building. Mm -hmm. And after I'm done with my break, I can clock back and I can clean, and I can go on to the next building. Mm -hmm. Not a big deal. Great. And then, ten minutes later, two fucking SWAT calls pull in behind me, blocks me in. What the fuck? 
I don't know what she- And this woman saw me just eating McDonald's sandwich the whole time. It's like- <laughs> And I even explained, like, listen, I'm on my break. I'm just eating my McDonald's hill. I- I'm the night shift clano. Yeah, so she- So I'm blocked in by two fucking SWAT calls. And those, like, two or three policemen behind me, all with hands on their guns. And I'm thinking, oh shit, they know I'm not- they, they know I'm mixed race. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> they know something. They know something's about to happen. <laughs> and the guy. And the timing couldn't be lost because right as the police pull in, the one guy is like right next to my window with his with a hand on his gun and a flashlight in my face. I'm watching the Games Grump video while Aaron is yelling. Uh, they're playing the... Uh, Ace Atani game, and uh, the guy Aaron is yelling, "If you, if you don't plead innocent, if if I don't get innocent for my client, I'm gonna suck your dick." <laughs> so it sounds, and because I'm sitting there with this fucking game grunt video, it sounds like I'm yelling at the cops that I'm gonna suck your dick. <laughs> And I'm thinking, oh my god, I'm going to get shot because of a sandwich and Game Grumps. Oh my god, that's fucking <laughs> hilarious. So, the cop I talked to, he, he's, a, he's a super cool guy. Uh, I talked to him, he's like, I'm, I'm just eating a sandwich. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> just sitting here, man. <laughs> it's like... And he's taking down my name, my age, my social security. Oh my god, I thought he was going to pull out like a thumbprint kit. Like his hand is was still on his gun until he had to write down the information. And um, he asked me the name of the company. It's like, uh, this is a company I work for. He's like, can you spell it? I pulled my shot so the label spread. I said, yo. He looked at us like, oh my god, because my company also cleans the police station. That's next door, which is where I was assigned afterwards as well. And <laughs> it's just like, I, and the funny thing is he was laughing so hard. He said he cannot believe this shit. <laughs> and he's trying to motion to the other guy who looks like he looked like he had a really bad day by the oh, way no. <laughs> like his hand like his hand was on the gun like full contact oh, the the fucking finger was twitching it's like I could see that even from my real view meal it's like oh my god Oh god, don't kill me over a fucking McDonald's sandwich. <laughs> and you know what? Because I have uh, the speech impediment, everyone... And I, I never really say it's impediment, I just say accent because I feel better about myself. But everyone <laughs> asks me, well, what country are you from? Like, <laughs> America? <laughs> then why ain't your English so good? It's a lot better than yours, bitch! Yeah, no shit. What what kind the of was that? <laughs> Are you from this country? <laughs> yes, oh, third generation. 
When I was Unfortunately. living in Mississippi, I had this chick come up to me when I was working at Bath and Body Works, and she, I kid you not, fucking comes up to me, snaps her fingers, and does the, where are they, Amias? Uh, and I, like, I blinked, like, three times, and I was like, what? And she goes, where are the Amias? And my manager was standing right next to me and her and I had literally like had just had a conversation about like the language down there because she was from California and I was from Vegas at that point. And so like fucking. <laughs> uh, the, oh, my God. The... Oh, my God. I literally was able to intelligently insult this lady by not even uttering one insulting word and walked oh, away the, the and, sexiest insult oh man it was so great i was like you know i like to live in a world where i like to speak in full sentences to other people because i believe in respect and you telling me where them is doesn't give me uh, an any sort of inkling as to what you're actually looking for. So if you actually want to speak to me well, like I'm well, an actual well, human, like, I'll be right the over there being able to help you whenever you're ready. But until then, I'm not going to help you. And then I just walked away. <laughs> oh, man. I, I hate, like, I have half thoughts. Uh, like, I, I will have thoughts. And in my mind, uh, the one... The only good therapist I've ever had in 20 fucking years. He said, okay, well, I understand where you're coming from. This, I can explain this. Mm -hmm. You have what is called racing thoughts. Is where your mind cannot shut off no matter what you do. And I swear to God, this guy is related to Mr. Rogers. I swear to God, because he has such a gentle voice. And mm -hmm. he never cussed whatsoever. Unless we were all making fun of him for not cussing. And I made a comment, I was like, dude, you can, you are the type of man who can say the word fuck and make it sound so intelligent and intellectual. And he just kind of looked at me. He's like, really? I said, yes. <laughs> and he says, fuck. See? <laughs> See? My IQ jumped up. <laughs> Just because of you. <laughs> oh my god. He, he was he was such a beautiful man um, in so many ways. He he was such a delight to have. <laughs> and and making them and make being able to make him laugh. And one of the most stressful jobs ever. That that was always a highlight, just ma making people laugh. And right. Oh my god, he, he had a great laugh because That's he was one trying. Of my favorites too. <laughs> he was trying so hard to hide it too. <laughs> <laughs> he hides his face behind his uh like paper board and shit. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's. Yeah, so he, he told me, he explained to me that I have racing thoughts. And so, I can process, like, 20 separate ideas and thoughts within a, a second or two. But when I talk, my thought process is way too fast. 
when I have to communicate, physically communicate by talking and communicating, I tend to have what looks like half thoughts. So I, I will start a sentence, then I get distracted, and then that's just like the end of the sentence. Because in my mind, the whole conversation is complete, even though I've said half of a sentence. And it's like, no, no, I swear, I'm not stupid. I just can't complete sentences for some reason. <laughs> I'm wired differently. <laughs> and it's it's so frustrating for uh, for everyone, including myself. But at least like my bestie, he will always understand. Even when he's at his most frustrated, he's like, "Yeah, I know you have raising thoughts." It's the same for like 17 years. It's like, thank you, bestie. I love you. <laughs> Aww. Oh my god. But, oh my god, yeah, racing thoughts is something. But having a speech impediment, it it can make me sound so exotic, especially when I emphasize on certain syllables. I know, um, because I can pick up languages so insanely fast. I, sure. I can speak a little bit, not much, just a little bit of several languages. And it's at a point I am able, I can't speak the language as well as I would like to, but it's at a point because I was learning so many different languages at once. If I read something on paper, I I understand it enough to understand like the main points. Sure. So even though I don't speak like German, if um, a one buddy who is German shows something in German, I will be able to read and understand it. Sure. Not all of it, but most of it. Right. But it, but for blue-blooded Americans, <laughs> it's a it's quite the disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, it can, and it's oh also dependent God. on like uh, like schools too. Like like the school that I went to, the only thing that we had available was Spanish, and then I ended up moving when I was in high school, and then there was like French, Spanish, and uh, I think Russian in the school that I ended up moving Ooh. to and I was like, oh, what the, oh. And it was too late for me to, you know, try on my senior year, so I was like, well, whatever. It would have been I tried. nice, though. Yeah, because all my options in school was Spanish or French. No, I would have like... loved to have taken French. I was slowly mm -hmm. teaching myself, like, different phrases and stuff in French, but I'm not, I'm not by any means, uh, fluent. <laughs> je je m'appelle Samantha, uh, toi. I didn't, I did understand that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I used to speak a lot better than what I can now. It's like the speaking poor portion is gone, but like the sentence structure, um, and reading that I can still pick up very easily. Sure. It's just speaking. Unless it's the silent letters. I don't know why in every fucking language we got silent letters. It's, it's unnecessary. 
Why? Why? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's like one ward that I will see, and I forget. It, it's like um, it's like La or uh, Links or something like that. It's it's just one of the specific L worlds. Sure. It the pronunciation is very simple. It's uh, La. I think an N and X, but in the middle there is a O Q I A. It's like the fuck is this? Come on! <laughs> this is this is like English tripping me up. There's all the bullshit silent letters. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's not as bad as fucking Spanish, where you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Oh, man, yeah. And in the right way, Spanish can sound so sexy, but it's like everyone speaks it and it's kind of boring for me. The idea of speaking Spanish and learning Spanish is just boring for me. Since everyone else knows it, it's like, I want to go off the grid. I want to learn, like, French. I want to learn Russian and German and, more mm -hmm. importantly, Welsh. I want to learn Welsh. Yeah, that would be really cool. Gaelic. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, but Welsh, Welsh is surprisingly not. Bestie was telling me that Welsh is one of the hardest languages to learn, but it's not that. From what I'm learning, it's not that hard. If right. people truly uh, look for the pattern in the structure, the sound, the pronunciation, it's not that hard. Yeah. And then Bus is like, fuck you! Not everything is as easy for everyone else! It's like, I'm sorry! <laughs> I had a friend of mine that was trying to teach me Finnish, and holy cow, like, I, I was using um, one of those, it's got like a translator, so like it will like speak to you, and then like you, mm -hmm. you can write a sentence in English and then translate it into Finnish and then you can also hear it spoken and I love that and holy cow like it was it, the pronunciation for their words are amazing <laughs> yeah oh man but it's what one of these days I, tr I truly it, it is my life dream to go to Scotland oh uh, to be yes well my because my grandparents on my father's side came from Scotland. Mm -hmm. And it's, well, my grandmother specifically came from Scotland, her and her family, and that's why I want to be. But I also want to travel to uh, Wales as well. I had a past life reading done from my teacher who's teaching me how to you know, control certain things, and uh, she gave me a lot of insight to who I am, where I was, why certain things happened to me. Um, the way they happened to me as well, and in one of my past lives, I was a I was from Wales, and it's one of those things I was always strongly drawn to, but I don't know why. That's but weird that you say that, because I have 
um, a dream, and I know it's like a major pipe dream. It will never ever happen, probably never, um, unless I all of a sudden come into like a lot of millions of dollars. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's a place in in Wales called Kinmahal, and I'll have to send you the pictures. It's like Is that an one. island? No, it's a well, it's part of part of England, but it's got um, this huge mansion that I would love to just be able to buy and turn into a working hotel. Like, this place is beautiful. It's got marble pillars and everything is hand-carved wood and every room has a fireplace and there's like I think if I remember correctly like there was 576 rooms there were two like um not really like servants well they're back in the day because it was built in the 1800s it was servants halls like servants quarters Mm -hmm. and then they had like this big huge clock um tower type um, room and I would have loved just because it, it eventually like ended up burning down like that clock tower um, but like I watched it being um, explored because it I ended it eventually found it um, watching my favorite abandoned explorer person on YouTube and um, I was like oh my god I just fell in love with it like instantly Um, but they're like, they're exploring this clock tower and I'm like expecting this amazing, huge, gorgeous, like the cogs and the wheels and everything's just Mm -hmm. like so crazy cool looking. And then they get into like right behind the clock and it's a fucking like box that's like six inches long and about four inches tall battery powered motherfucker. And I was like. Well, that's that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, this place essentially it was um, it was a mansion, and then it was turned into like a school for girls, and then it was turned into like a sanatorium, and then uh, turned back into something else, and then it just has been abandoned for like two like like a long time. Um, right but I would just love to be able to turn it into a hotel. It's absolutely beautiful. I'll send you the pictures. Oh, absolutely. Please, because um, if nothing else, when when I retire eventually, that Wales and Scotland and Ireland, those are the places I want to go more than anything else. And mm-hmm. I just might just want to be buried though at this point. Yep, our pagan the- souls are calling to us there. Yeah. Mhm. And it's like I-, I felt this my whole life is yep. is <laughs> is just calling my home. And yep. I outside of um, the city of Pittsburgh, there's really no place else I want to be at. Right. So when I am old and no one else needs me, and if they say they do, they're fucking lying. <laughs> I'm packing my fucking bags and I'm going home. Yes, me too. Yeah, we can be neighbors. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Everybody we, we can do. Everybody will have the knowledge of Sam, the the wisdom of Sam, and she'll just there'll be like a light that goes off in your head and you're like I have given all of my wisdom. Now I can go home and then you like cast it is time and then we'll just we'll go home. <laughs> yeah. It is time. Well, uh, when we do go home, we're gonna have boss class tickets because I'm not. I've I've been a broke bitch my whole life. I'm not going out as a broke bitch. Mm -mm, You're I'm goddamn right. <laughs> fucking slapping that money down. <laughs> boss class, drunk as fuck. Fuzzy slippers, please. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want them little cocktail weenies. I want the Oscar go. The champagne. I, I, the champagne. Yeah. <laughs> the champagne. <laughs> the champagne. There was this show that they created um, based off the animals at the Mirage with the Siegfried and Roy show. And there was only one season, but this fucking show was goddamn amazing. They had some amazing fucking people in this damn show. And <laughs> they had these gophers that we're out on a date and she's like bartender could I have some more of that Cabernet Savignon and so now it's my joke <laughs> can I have some of that Cabernet Savignon <laughs> oh my god I hear <laughs> champagne and I think of uh, Zap Brannigan from Futurama uh, Futurama Oh, and, and yeah. Champagne, champagne is champagne. <laughs> champagne. Was <laughs> so funny because we literally just we watched that like twice. <laughs> that, oh my god, that is easily one of the most intelligent shows, uh, oh, yeah. wise. It's like yeah. that. That is easily the most overeducated show. And, like, every writer was professors of science and history, and, mm -hmm. like, everyone had, like, 12 PhDs and shit. It's like, I love it so much. <laughs> it's like, I love intelligent shows so fucking much. And, oh, man. I get that. Oh, shit, so we've been talking for, like, an hour and a half now. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Like, it, that's about normal for my show, so that's wonderful. So, um, I just, I love talking to you, Sam, and, and I can't wait to do this again. And uh, I, um, I always feel so energized after talking to you. It's like... Same. I get my batteries charged up in different ways. <laughs> well, like, I'm an author, though, but the right, the, but the right people, the right people makes me extra charged. Right, same, same. And then just wait when you get my hug. My hugs are magical, and you'll just have all the magic for life. Oh yeah. Oh my <laughs> God, we'll be unstoppable. That's right, <laughs> the dynamic duo. Oh, I love it. Oh, I thought you and Adam was the dynamic duo. Oh, uh, well, you know, we can have a couple of us. You never know. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we can have a threesome. <laughs> it <do> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll I, think I, of I a good name cool for that. that. <laughs> the thice threesome. <laughs> <laughs> the 
terrific, the terrific ones. Um, <laughs> well, I uh, will make sure to get all of your uh, social media and streaming stuff in the show notes. Make sure you send me that. And then uh, you guys know where to find us. You'll find us here in our, our Terror Town series and uh, with our Talk Anything with Kimmy and Sam and... Um, Sam and I both on role players and gosh we're gonna be we're gonna be all over the place and then of course we've got like our audio uh, shows that we're working on too so be on the lookout for that so yeah Woo. woohoo thank you for being on my show Sam oh it's it's a bless to be here thank you for having me <laughs> All right. Well, you have a good night, and I will see you soon. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.